You're listening to a Soulfire Productions podcast. Welcome to Wellness Realness, where we get very real about all things health and wellness, physical, mental, financial, and spiritual. I'm your host, Christina Rice, a nutritional therapy practitioner and energy healer turned holistic business coach for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm here to help you up-level every aspect of your life. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You can find an endless amount of content from me and join my online membership at christinaricewellness.com. And if you want exclusive behind-the-scenes content and my most unfiltered self, DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to Wellness Realness Crew on Instagram and request to follow my super secret account. You can also join the Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe Facebook group to hang out with other listeners in the crew. Get ready for some wellness realness. I have been getting a lot of questions around all things intuition and tapping into your intuitive abilities. So I wanted to do an episode all about the different types of psychic gifts, the different types of intuitive gifts, and some ways that you can be getting messages. And if you love learning about all things intuition, tapping into your intuitive gifts, psychic abilities, traveling between dimensions, and all things manifestation, living in flow, then you will love my up-level membership. This is my monthly membership that is basically the most amazing hub of all things wellness meets woo-woo. We have such an incredible group of women in the membership. And if you're looking to connect with a like-minded group and explore all these topics, if you have wanted to ask me all of your personal questions around intuitive abilities and opening up your unique gifts and diving deeper into manifestation and how you can use these tools to transform your life, then you will want to get in the membership before doors close August 17th, which is coming up quickly. We have monthly live Q&A calls that are all recorded, manifestation, activation ceremonies that are big energy. Like these are a strong vibe, truly magical, as well as a whole library of training videos and blog posts, my diary posts, channeled messages that I posted in there, plus exclusive access to certain course content, pre-released podcast episodes, the video versions, and the amazing community forum. There's so much magic in there and so much new content continuously added in. So if you want to dive deeper into exploring spirituality, manifestation, intuition with a wellness twist, then up level is for you. You can go to christinaricewellness.com slash membership to learn more and sign up there. Again, doors are closing August 17th. So get in now while you can. You can cancel anytime, but you're not going to want to because it is magical, amazing, wonderful. I love our community and I get so many questions about how to develop all of these gifts. And I say join up level because we talk a lot about this there. So get in while you can as those doors close. No bullshit. Business school doors are open now. I can't believe it's already here. The next group starts October 5th. So if you're interested in mastering the energetics of business and kick-ass marketing strategy, and you are a coach, you want to build a six-figure online business, this is the place for you. I cover everything from marketing to how to be an effective coach to manifestation and 
mastering your energetics. It is a very amazing, intensive program. You learn so much and you will make lifelong friends. It is such a tribe in there. I can't even describe it. I love it. So don't forget that enrollment is open for No BS Biz School. We had a pretty big waiting list, so I would uh, sign up sooner rather than later before spots fill up. And all the information can be found on my website, christinaricewellness.com and click the business tab. It's all right there. So those are this week's updates. Now let's talk more about psychic abilities, intuitive gifts, all the fun stuff. How do you know how to listen to your intuition? Intuition can come through in many ways, but one of the most popular frameworks to discuss would be the clairs. Just like we have physical senses, seeing, hearing, touching, tasting, and smelling, we also have psychic senses. So these include clairvoyance, clairaudience, claircognizance, clairsentience, the less often discussed clairempathy, clairtangency is another, although it's up for debate if that's a, if that's a unique clair. Many people group that in with clairsentience. There's also clairsalience and clairgustance. Those can be more official terms, but honestly, it doesn't really even matter if you use those terms or not. I usually don't even use those terms. I prefer to say seeing, hearing, or knowing. I just think it's easier for people, but I do want to connect it back to each of the clairs because I think there are a lot of misconceptions about what those mean. So when you are opening up your intuitive gifts, you might find that you receive messages through one dominant psychic sense or clair. And then you might find that as you work with it more, you develop other psychic senses. And I think most people have a blend of a few of them, if not all of them. And you might also experience your dominant sense changing over time. I know I have experienced this very much. So I have a blend of all of them. My most dominant when I was very little was clairvoyance and clairsentience, although I didn't realize that, which we'll talk more about when I, when I talk about clairsentience. Those were very dominant for me. And then it kind of moved just into clairsentience and claircognizance. And then when I was really starting to do more energy healing, it was dominantly clairvoyance. And then went through a period where it was mostly clairaudience. But recently I have been feeling like it's pretty evenly split between clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and claircognizance. I kind of feel like they've all just been working together, but I will probably keep shifting. And it, it depends also what session I'm in, who I'm working with, what I'm asking for, if I'm meditating by myself. So it just shifts and changes. But right now I'm feeling a pretty even balance between those and I get the smell and the taste as well, but I wouldn't say those are most dominant. And the most important thing I'll say is to release any idea that one psychic sense is better than another. This held me back for a long time from developing my gifts because I really wanted things to come through in a different way because I thought that if they came through in a different way, that was better. And I just wasn't appreciating how things were coming through. 
And I notice a lot of people have this. They really want to develop this other gift instead of just working with the one that's already trying to shine through. But as you work on that one that comes through and really learn to master it and appreciate it, the others usually develop. As I have tapped more and more into my intuitive gifts, I've discovered that certain environmental factors can really affect the quality of information I receive. And one of those factors is my exposure to blue light. And I found it's really important for me to work with the natural light cycles and avoid blue light in the evenings. This is one of many reasons why I cannot live without my Blue Blocks blue light blocking glasses. Their Sleep Plus Red Lens is the only true 100% blue and green light blocking lens for when the sun goes down. It helps to improve sleep, reduce anxiety, and optimize your hormonal function. If you are using orange glasses to protect yourself against blue light in the evenings, then it's really not giving you the protection you need. You'll notice a huge difference when you use the Sleep Plus Red Lenses. And during the day, I use the Blue Light Clear Lens, which is the blue light filtering lens for daytime. That's best for people who work under more natural lighting. And this helps prevent against migraines, headaches, macular degeneration, and digital eye strain. I'm on my computer a lot, so this makes a huge difference. And if you struggle with seasonal depression or work under for sure artificial lighting during the day, then check out Blue Blocks summer glow yellow lenses. These are blue light blocking glasses meets color therapy. My blue blocks glasses truly save me and make a huge difference on my sleep. And especially since I moved into a new apartment, it is really bright here and the remedy sleep mask has been saving me so I can increase my REM and deep sleep. Blue Blocks has so many frames to choose from, about 20. My faves are the Parker frames. And you can also send in your own frames and they offer a custom-made prescription service available. And what I love is that for every pair of blue blocks they sell, they donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision who gifts them to someone in need. You need to get your hands on a pair of blue blocks if you want to optimize your circadian rhythm, maximize your intuitive gifts, have more energy, get deeper sleep, avoid headaches from screen use, and reduce your anxiety. For your pair, you can head to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use my code wellness for 15% off. Once you get a pair of blue blocks, you will never go back. I want to talk more about each of these senses because you might not even realize how they're popping up throughout your life because they can show up in many ways. Remember, everyone has intuitive gifts. Everybody has access to intuition. And that's why I want to share this just to help you tune into yours more because answers are always within yourself. And when you learn about how these can come through, you might realize, oh, wow, I actually do really have that sense where you might not have noticed that before. I know that was very true for me. I can see now how much my abilities were developed for much longer than I thought. But for a long time, I didn't even realize I had these gifts because I didn't understand the many ways in which they could come through. So let's start with what is probably most popular, clairvoyance or clear seeing. So I want you to think about all things seeing, anything you see. So this could be like most people think, seeing beings potentially in, in front of them, whether that shows up as more of a hologram 
or closer to an actual person. They can show up differently for different people. It can also be these images that flash in your third eye. You might see scenes or symbols, full visions. Sometimes it looks like a movie playing for me. Also, when you close your eyes, I know this was a big one for me when I would close my eyes and I would see all of these shapes and I, I would describe it as seeing shapes in my eyelids when I was little. That is seeing. You also see through dreams. So we get a lot of messages through dreams because it's when we have easiest access to our subconscious. So if you are a big dreamer, I know I was, I've always been a very vivid dreamer every night remembering these insane dreams. And I didn't realize that that was a form of seeing for a long time. You can also see auras, energy fields. So I'll, I see energy fields in rooms. Um, I see kind of like, I guess we call it like beyond the matrix, like floating matter in the air. I'll see vibrating particles in certain objects, or sometimes I see the grass, like <laughs> the ground looks like it's in waves. It looks like it's floating but I think more people see auras than, than some of that. So you can see energy fields, auras. This can also be though seeing signs. So when you're seeing signs in front of you, right? You ask for a sign and then you, you see it in your life. That's a form of seeing. If you see signs everywhere, if you keep seeing angel numbers on the clock, they're showing you things. You are seeing messages. If you could see a lot of imaginary friends when you were little, or maybe now you see angels or guides. That is all seeing. And if you are somebody who is very good with visual spatial type problems, people who are good at looking at something and seeing in their mind how to adjust it or move it, fit it all in together, like when you're trying to load the dishwasher up perfectly and you can just plan it out ahead of time, those people are usually more inclined to have seeing clairvoyance as one of their stronger senses. So I'll share how this shows up for me. I personally see a lot of images in my third eye. I'll see symbols. I'll see names or words written out sometimes. I will see scenes play out like a movie. Sometimes it's like a quick vision. This is more when it's uh, when I'm seeing past life things or future. Also when I'm connecting with guides or loved ones, they sometimes come through in my third eye, but more often than not, I will like see them around me and they don't, to me, they don't look like, like I wouldn't get them confused with a normal person. It's more like I kind of see their energy field and I can tell what they look like, but it's, it's fainter. It's, it's not like a solid person. And I see auras by just like seeing the aura around people um, or sometimes I'll just ask what's this person's aura and they just show me a flash of color. And like I said, I can see energy fields in, um, certain rooms and just like vibrating particles, particles in the air. I definitely see a lot of signs. I see angel numbers on the clock all the time. When I am traveling between dimensions with my Pleiadian family, all of that is very much clairvoyance seeing. So that's definitely one of my strongest senses. It always has been. I've shared before on the show when I was younger and I used to just sit in my room with all of my spirit guides and with time and space like expanding. It's like I would I would see that. And I used to see like all this sacred geometry when I would close my eyes. So those are some ways it, it has shown up 
for me. But what's interesting is I would not say I'm I'm good at visual spatial problems. Like I can't look at something and then map it out. <laughs> I'm not good at that, which is really funny. But I do definitely have a strong sense of clairvoyance. And some symptoms of this opening up could be headaches, brain fog, sensitivity to light, feeling a vibration at the top of your head around the crown chakra. Those can just be a couple symptoms. Now let's talk about clear audience, which is clear hearing. Just think of it as hearing. So if you receive messages through sound, whether that's words or sounds, you're hearing it, then that is a form of clear audience, clear hearing. So with hearing, it can sound like a voice outside of your head. So it could sound like someone standing next to you and talking to you or someone shouting from far away. Sometimes it can sound like that. But for me personally, and I think more often than not, people hear it as a voice inside of their head. And where this can really trip people up is it can sound like your own voice too. And this took me a really long time to figure out that things that I thought were me talking or thoughts were not. It has kind of a different tone to it on my end. When it's coming from inside my head, it feels more like it's coming from either my heart space or the back of my head, like kind of deeper back versus if it's a thought, it's more in the front and it has more of a creation element to it versus just popping in there. And I also find that the voice in my head when it's, it's just, it's like softer and it has a different tone and it actually can come through for me as different voices, but sometimes it does sound like my own voice, but it feels more inside my head. I don't hear it as often as like somebody standing next to me and talking. That's only actually happened to me a handful of times. When I hear it from outside of my head, it's more often like sounds instead of words or voices or sentences. So I just recommend broadening your definition of hearing or what what your preconceived notions are about what it means to have clear hearing as a strong psychic sense because it can sound like the voice in your head. So maybe you're meditating and you hear a voice give you a piece of advice and you think it's you. It might not be you. It could be a message. You can also hear messages through music. So this is where Songs can be a really powerful way to get messages or maybe some random ad starts playing on your computer. This happened to me. (laughs) This happens to me a lot. And you're hearing them talk on the ad and it's actually a message for you. It just pops up, but it can show up through music by, you know, the random song that plays when you press shuffle after you ask a question or you're walking through the grocery store or a clothing store and you tune in to the lyrics of the song, or you turn on a TV show and the first thing you hear a character on the TV say deeply resonates with something in your life or something you had a question around. So hearing can show up in many different ways. If you find that you remember people's voices, you remember sounds, you love music, maybe you play music, you sing music, you notice subtleties in sounds. So if, you know, walking around, you you kind of can hear all of the different sounds around you and separate them. This could be a sign that this could be a stronger gift for you. And I also want to say that I use the TV example, but we get messages through other people often. So, I mean, a form of seeing could be you get an email, it pops up in your inbox and the subject line 
is sending you a message and you know it's a message or an ad shows up on your computer, but you can also hear that. Or sometimes we'll be walking down the street and you tune into somebody's conversation at a very particular moment and you hear one or two sentences they say and you think, oh my gosh, that was for me. That was the message for me. That related to my life so much. It's not a coincidence. Or sometimes you could just be talking to a friend about something and the words they're saying, they might be saying it in a different context, but you're hearing it and realizing, wow, this was actually meant for me. I was meant to hear this for a reason. Or even with podcasts, you might tune into a podcast and not have any specific agenda around it and find that something said was really a message for you. I know many of you have expressed that you have experienced that with my podcast. Or you tune into somebody's Instagram live and you, you're you listening for 30 seconds and exactly what they're saying is just what you needed to hear. Those are all forms of hearing. So hearing was was the gift that I wanted so badly to be so strong. And I really wanted my hearing gifts to sound like somebody was standing next to me and it was loud and very clear and sounded exactly like a three-dimensional human's voice. And I was so stuck on that for so long. And it really just blocked me from my hearing gifts. And when I was really wrapped up in this, there was one time when I did hear it like that. It was from one of my one of my guides. And he spoke to me and it sounded like he was sitting right next to me. And I knew who it was. And that was the only time he spoke to me that clearly. And now I hear a lot, I hear a lot of voices, but it sounds like it's more in my head. It's not as often that it will sound like like it's outside of my head, but they come in different tones, like I was saying. And then I'll hear a lot through random ads or even song lyrics. They have been sending me a lot of messages through songs recently, I will say. So those are some of the ways that hearing can come through. And one of the most common symptoms of this opening up is hearing ringing in your ears. I get this really badly sometimes. And if I'm if I'm around a lot of people, even if it's a, in a quiet space, I hear so much ringing and buzzing in my ears, which is why sometimes I just have to leave because there are so many messages that are trying to come through that it just starts to turn into buzzing. And when I focus, I can tune into the different sound frequencies of what's going on at different levels, which is very interesting. But if you notice a lot of buzzing or ringing in your ears as you are developing your gifts, it could be your clear audience opening up. Also, I just want to say when I talk about some of these different symptoms, please don't just assume that if you're having a symptom, it is an intuitive gift opening up. Sometimes it can be, but Sometimes it is it is an actual physiological issue, so please make sure you uh, double check on that because sometimes it is your three dimensional body having having some problems, and we want to make sure you stay healthy. All right, so that is clear audience. Now the next one I want to cover is clear cognizance. Clear cognizance is clear knowing, and this is when you just know something. You just know it's true. You maybe didn't see it or hear it. You just know it. Downloads can refer to any type of message, but I think a lot of the time when people say, oh, I got a download, they're talking about a message that came through from claircognizance, just knowing. Sometimes it is that thought or idea that just doesn't leave your mind. Sometimes it is that thing where you're just talking to someone and just pops in your head. And I think this is one that for me was really tricky for me. And even to this day, especially if it's related to myself, 
for myself, sometimes things are very clear, but if I am emotionally attached to something, then I prefer to just ask somebody else to tune in for me. But what, with clear cognizance, I don't really struggle with this uh, when reading for other people. But it was hard for me to differentiate what was my thought or wanting wanting something versus clear cognizance. And it just feels a little different. It's a subtle difference. But I first started figuring this out because things would pop into my head that were just so random. I was never going to make those up myself. So I would feel very sure about those. I was unsure of things that overlapped with what I thought were my thoughts or things that I had been thinking about recently. But with the claircognizance, it feels like it kind of just drops in really quickly. And there it, it's like a thought block. It's just like a block of information. And it just feels clear, just like, oh, okay, I know. But then I usually tune into other senses to confirm it. And I think that for most people, their claircognizance is paired with another another gift. This is where it really overlaps often with clairsentience or clairvoyance, clairaudience. Like I said, most people have a blend of a few of these, but I think with the claircognizance, this is very much building the trust muscle and letting your ego and conscious thinking mind step aside for a second and just trusting and surrendering. And usually other gifts will confirm this. And I think immediately if something pops in, I can tune into how I feel, which will be the next one we cover to see if that feels true or not. But it just feels like this instantaneous piece of information that you don't, you just know, you don't have to interpret it, figure it out. And it has a more neutral undertone. It doesn't, when it pops in, there is an emotion attached to it. The emotion can often come after it, but it just feels like a very neutral pop in. Here's the info instantaneous. And then that's it. And with this one, this can sometimes manifest when it's first popping up as brain fog, or I have found bloating, digestive symptoms sometimes. But let's talk more about clairsentience because I think this is one of the most overlooked psychic senses that many people have. I know many people listening to this podcast have. So clairsentience is clear feeling. And so we can just think of it as feeling. I feel like this overlaps very much with clear empathy and clear tangency. I just think of them all as feeling. So if you want to get technical, clear empathy is more, it's clear emotion. So sensing other people's emotions, their thoughts, it is knowing their emotions. You don't necessarily feel it in your body versus clairsentience is understanding through physical feeling in your body. So you will feel it. Maybe you have a tightening in your gut. You have a pain in a certain area of your body. You feel nauseous. You get a headache. So it's not just knowing what the emotion is. It's also experiencing the emotion. And then the clear tangency, I feel like this overlaps with a few of them, but it's feeling things, knowing things by touching an object. So maybe you have someone's watch or you're holding some type of antique and you just know information. This is called psychometry as well. You can pick up an item from someone and, you know, this can be used by certain readers. So maybe somebody brings me a loved one's jewelry and then kind of tapping into that, that energy could give information. This can be a fun thing just to practice, you know, just picking up objects and tuning into the energy and seeing what you feel. But with the clairsentience 
and the clear empathy, which I feel like just overlap a lot. Let's just think of it as feeling. It is feeling it in your physical body. And being an empath is different than being clairsentient. Empaths are actually here to transmute the energy, like negative energy almost seeks them out. And then they're here to transmute versus clairsentience. They feel it. They're not necessarily here to transmute it. And a lot of people who get really overwhelmed, they feel really energetically drained. This is a form of clairsentience. And I know that a lot of clients I work with, they sometimes will feel like they don't know why their emotions are so out of control, what's going on. And then they have this light bulb moment where I'm like, you know, those emotions aren't just all your own. You're actually feeling other people's emotions, but you are labeling them as yours. And then you're confused why you feel sad all the time or angry all the time or overwhelmed or stressed when it logically doesn't make sense. And if you feel that way, if you're feeling like, I feel emotions, but this doesn't make sense in the context of my life, then you could very well be picking those up from other people around you and they're not even your own. And this took me a very, very long time to figure out for myself. I knew I was very sensitive and part of me just thought, okay, can I just not handle anything? Or how come I always see these situations feeling so yucky, even if I felt like my interactions went well when I was in that room? Sometimes just being around a lot of people, you're picking up on their feelings and feeling it in your actual body and it's not your own. So I experience that a lot. I can often tell how my clients are feeling. I feel it in my body and it helps me to just tune in before, make myself feel very clear and neutral. And then I know what I'm feeling in my body, if it's mine or theirs. But I also feel things in my physical body, like I'll sometimes tell clients, you know, did you really hurt your your left knee? Because it was it's killing me. And for me, when things like that come in, it's very clear because if my body isn't hurting and then all of a sudden I'm working on someone and an area in my body is just like throbbing or hurts really badly, it usually means they hurt it or they're about to hurt it or there was an accident. Maybe they hurt it a long time ago. Maybe it's sore. So that one is pretty clear. Or even sometimes I'll get such a strong headache as soon as I start working on someone and I'll ask them, do you have a headache? And they're just like, yeah, I've been having really bad headaches. So I can feel it that way too. But this one is definitely very overlooked. I had this conversation with a few of my clients recently, just letting them know, like, you know, you're very clear sentient. You feel other people's emotions in your body. And as soon as they had that awareness of it's not all mine, it was this huge relief. And then they started to just not have to carry that anymore, which can be totally life-changing. And I think this is a really just overlooked gift. I feel like I didn't really come to appreciate it until more recently. I, I felt like it was always a burden, but you can get so much information from emotions. And I think this is why, honestly, I think this is why I'm good. I'm just really good at communicating with people and networking because I'm really good at telling what the emotions are in a room and adjusting to that. And it helps me know when to soften or be more aggressive or be more straightforward be gentler. It, it helps me adjust. And clairsentience is also super helpful for kind of checking in on other gifts. So if I'm ever wondering if something that popped up in my head that was a vision or a symbol, did I just make that up or is, is that a sign? I can tune into my body and see how it feels. That one, like the clairsentience, the feeling is pretty constant for people. And same thing with hearing things. If I'm not sure, I'll kind of just tune into how it felt in my body and see what the physical experience 
was. And it's kind of a checking sense, I would say. I think there's a lot of, a lot of value in learning to work with your clairsentience. I think it's very, very overlooked. And it tends to be a gift that's pretty constant. Some of the others can shift and change and might go away for a bit and then come back. But this one is usually pretty stable, I will say, and usually very clear. It's usually very clear in your body what you're feeling. If you listen to music and you feel like you want to cry because it's a sad song, you feel that so clearly in your body or even the opposite. It's a really happy song and you just feel like everything is so amazing and you feel it just on a different level. That could be a sign that this is a stronger gift for you. Like I said, if you feel like you get extra drained or tired when you're around a lot of people, you feel emotional when you're around big groups of people, you need alone time to recharge. If you have really strong physiological reactions to information, like somebody says something that you don't want to hear and you get really nauseous and and throw up or feel like you're going to throw up, or maybe you are hearing a story or watching a movie and you just have a really intense emotional reaction, that could be a sign of your clairsentience. And some symptoms of this opening up can be bloating and digestive issues for sure. Heartache, obviously like physiological symptoms if you're feeling physical pain, picking up on that around other people, sometimes nausea, and also having to go to the bathroom a lot, like things are just running through your physical body. That can be a sign of Claire sentience as well. We all know my diet has changed a lot over the years, but the one thing that has always stayed the same is my consumption of Four Sigmatic mushroom elixirs. I cannot get enough of these. They taste amazing and functional mushrooms have so many incredible health benefits. For example, chaga, also known as the king of the mushrooms, is incredible for supporting the immune system because it has antioxidant properties, and it also is helpful for opening up your third eye. This was the first Four Sigmatic Elixir I fell in love with when I was in college, and I love turning this into a morning latte with some nut milk. If I need a little extra brain boost, I use the Lion's Mane Mushroom Elixir Mix, which is incredible for memory, concentration, and cognition if I have an intense day ahead where I got to get a lot of solid work done. And if I need extra energy or support with recovery from a workout, then I go for the cordyceps, which gives you a natural energy spike without caffeine. And if I am feeling caffeine, I will go for the mushroom coffee mix, which is great if you don't want to get the jitters. There is only 50 milligrams of caffeine per serving, and the coffee is mixed with functional mushrooms for the extra health benefits and added focus. And I also love their matcha latte mix if I want some caffeine in the morning. And then in the evenings, I like to rotate between the reishi, which is incredible for supporting sleep and relaxation, or the mushroom hot cacao with reishi. And if I want a little extra digestive help, then I will have the chai latte with turkey tail. There's no caffeine in that. I love these products because they are so easy to use. You just mix a packet with hot water and you are good to go. They're all tested for pesticides, heavy metals, irradiation, mycotoxins, and other factors and made only from 
wildcrafted or log grown and certified organic mushrooms. This is a part of my daily ritual I will not give up and I notice a big difference when taking them consistently. So it's a win-win all around because they have such amazing health benefits and they taste so good. So if you want to try out Four Sigmatic products, you can head on over to foursigmatic.com slash CRW and my code CRW will get you 15% off. Again, that's foursigmatic.com, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash C-R-W and my code C-R-W will get you 15% off. Another I'll talk about is clear salience, clear smelling, which is where your sense of smell gives you information. Maybe you smell somebody's perfume or an essential oil or the smell of cookies or something that evokes memory. It's giving you information. Maybe everywhere you go, you keep smelling the same smell. Think about, is there someone in your life that that smell corresponds to? Maybe they wear the fragrance or you went somewhere with them that smelled that way, or it's the smell of a dish that you made together. So thinking about where that smell came from and what it reminds you of, and then clear gustance, which is clear tasting. So getting information from things you taste in your mouth. So maybe you are tasting one of your favorite foods from growing up, or your sister's favorite meal, or your wedding cake, or any type of food that will give you information and just think about what it's related to. I actually had a mixture of both of these. Recently, I was communicating with my grandmother who has passed and it was a few hours after that and I was getting out of the shower and I just started like coughing. I just started coughing up and tasting and could smell smoke, like intense smoke. There is no smoke around me. When I'm saying smoke, it's, I mean, cigarette smoke. And my grandma for most of her life smoked like two packs a day every day. (laughs) Whenever I thought of her, I always thought of cigarettes. And I remember literally like she would make me these butterscotch cookies. It was my favorite thing. And I would break them in half. And like, I swear to God, a smoke puff would come out of the middle. (laughs) I could like smell it and taste it. But I was coming out of the shower and I just started coughing up and like tasting and smelling cigarette smoke like it was in my throat. And at first I freaked out. I was like, what just happened? And then I realized it was it was from her. So if you notice that you have a really strong sense of taste or sense of smell in general, this could be a way that you get messages. I think that in general, these aren't usually someone's dominant senses, but they can kind of add more. So I mean, sometimes I'll be doing a reading for someone and I'm talking about something and I can taste it in my mouth or or I will smell something. I'll be like, it smells like flowers. What does this mean? So it kind of comes as an additional form of information and usually not the sole form of information. And for me, it doesn't come super often. But again, I think it's important to discuss because you might not even realize the many ways in which you receive information. And having this awareness can help you realize that a lot of the things you might think are coincidences are not coincidences. And what I think is also really cool is how this can overlap with another framework for tuning into your intuition, which is your human design authority. And in human design, our authority carries the message we should be paying the closest attention to when making decisions. So knowing your authority in human design can be really helpful in letting you know where to first tune in if you're having really trouble figuring out what is one of my strongest senses, how do I get intuitive messages, and you can look up your human design chart and see what your authority is. 
So for example, I'm sacral authority. Sacral authority shows up. One of the ways in which it shows up is through how your physical body feels. So feeling a tightening in my stomach or a pain in my neck or just this expansion or just more energy is usually how it shows up for me. But it goes back to like how my body physically feels as a yes or a no, which very much overlaps with clairsentience for me. And I've always felt things very strongly in my body when it comes to emotions. And so that's how those two can overlap. And the sacral can show up in other ways as well with, you know, those those noises you make, the mm, 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 uh, groan, right? <laughs> so that can all be sacral. And then splenic, for instance, could be more of like that clear cognizance. It could show up that way of just like this gut instinct. I, I know what the information is, just comes in really quick. Emotional authority can overlap with clairsentience as well. I would say the heart could overlap with clairsentience and claircognizance too. Self-projected authority, I would say very, very much clairaudience hearing. So I think it's really cool how those different frameworks can sort of overlap. And it doesn't even matter if you have a name for how it comes through. I don't really talk about clairvoyance, clairaudience, but it's a helpful framework. It's I usually more, I'm just saying seeing, hearing, feeling, because that's easier for people to understand. And at the end of the day, it's just a matter of helping people understand. But I, I hope that this helps you see how your intuition can come through in many different ways. And the key is really just being open to whatever way it's going to come through. So sometimes I will ask for a message or a sign and or be talking to my guides and I want information and I'm thinking nothing is coming through. Why is nothing coming through? And it's really because I'm looking for it to come in in a certain way. And if I just open myself up to however it's going to show up, then I'll get the message. So we can block ourselves from receiving the messages if we are trying to force them to come in in a certain way. And the other thing that I think is really important is to know that we are going to sense things, know things, get information through the sense that we are probably the most comfortable with, the one that we feel safest with. And I want you to just trust that it's coming in exactly the way it needs to come in. You might think you really want to see people all over the place. You might think you want to see them like real humans, but that could be very disruptive to your life. Or same with hearing, thinking you want to hear everything all the time and it'd be very loud, but that could really be annoying and too much in some cases. And I definitely had this very humbling couple days where I had an activation and all of my senses were super intense and just all turned on all the way up. And I kind of felt like I was going to explode. I couldn't focus on anything. I just wanted to sit still curl up in a quiet place, scrunch my eyes shut, put earplugs in. And that's what I wanted to do. And I was getting really frustrated. People were trying to talk to me and I just couldn't even, I couldn't even focus on what they were saying because I had 20 voices talking to me at the same time that were really loud. And now this, this often happens to me, but it's like, I know I can turn them down and they're more like background noise. Like when I'm in coaching sessions, my girls know that sometimes it's like I'll turn them higher, but 
it doesn't disrupt me usually, but sometimes they'll be so loud. And for that, it was like probably two or three days where everything was so loud. I couldn't even talk to people because I didn't even know what they were saying. And even with the images, like I just felt like I could barely move through the world because all I was seeing was energy fields and particles and like holograms of people. It was a lot. And it was honestly, it was really fun at first. And then after like 20 minutes, I was like, okay, let's go back to, uh, how, how it was. So yeah, that was interesting, but it's really just important to trust that they are giving you the information in the way that you can best receive it. Sometimes that means giving it to you in a way that's not going to scare you or freak you out. So it could just be what you're, what you're ready to handle right then. It's often with your strongest sense. So if you're more tapped in there, that is where they will give you the information, which is why it's really great to just keep working with your strongest sense and the others can start to develop and you can start to work on those too, but don't reject any of your senses. They're all really valuable. And I will receive messages from the same guides in different ways. So for example, sometimes I will see my guides and I see them in front of me and what they look like. And other times they'll talk to me and I don't see them around me, but I hear their voices and I know who it is. And this will happen for me with readings as well. Sometimes I'm shown an image and then a voice talks to me and I know it's it's the same, the same being communicating. And then sometimes that guide or loved one or angel communicates through signs as well. So I, I know one of my guides, I very, very equally, I will see him. I will hear him by himself. So I don't always see him and hear him at the same time. Sometimes it's separate. And then he also sends me signs and I know exactly what the sign is that he sends me. And it's just telling me that he's here so he can show up in different ways. And it's like that with a lot of my guides, but I've definitely experienced my, my gifts shift and change. And I'm sure they're going to keep shifting and changing. And I know a lot of psychics and intuitives have shared that as well. You might go five years being so clairvoyant and then all of a sudden it switches to really strong clear audience. It, it can be different for everyone and can shift and change over time. But most people have a blend of a few. I definitely have a blend of all of them and just kind of work with whichever one is coming in. And I think that's the key is not trying to force it to come in a certain way. I definitely got caught in that trap for a while, but just being open. And if you think you're not, you're not getting any messages and you're asking very clearly and you want the communication, you're telling them that you want them to communicate with you, then maybe just tune in and see if it is showing up in a different way than you are used to or what you are wanting it to come through as. There are so many different ways we can get intuitive messages, which is part of the fun. It's really just a practice of tuning into the senses, tuning into the different frequencies, different levels of these senses. It can feel really subtle at first. And then the more you practice and get used to it, it grows stronger and stronger. And it is so much related to building that trust muscle. And like I mentioned, you might have certain symptoms when some of these gifts are reactivating or up-leveling. I know that as mine have gotten stronger, sometimes it goes through a period of time where they they leave. And I'm like, what just happened? Like there was a time, there was a time that freaked me out where things were so coming through so strongly. And then 
all of my gifts were gone for like three months. I was like, I'm getting nothing. It's silent. And sometimes that happens right before they just get way stronger. When they came back after that, they were much stronger. And also I've noticed that if I get if I get certain physical symptoms, like a couple weeks ago, I was having such bad ringing in my ears and I could tell it it was more of a spiritual thing. I always, you know, check in, see if it's physiological because sometimes it is, but it was very much spiritual. I could tell the difference. And after after that, I got through that patch, my clear audience was a lot clearer or sometimes my head will hurt really bad. And I noticed after that, that after it goes away, that my clairvoyance is stronger or my claircognizance. And I will also say that I have certain clients because, I mean, I've had some clients that I've been working with for a couple of years now with intuitive, intuitive work and with certain people, sometimes all of their messages come through in the same, the same way with the same sense for, for me. So I know I have one client where I, I don't see anything, which is so weird for me because I pretty much always see things, (laughs) but I, I hear it all. And I have some clients that it's really just a lot of symbols, but I don't hear anything. And I have other people who just is a lot of movie scenes. So it can depend on the person too, but it's really just all about trusting that it's coming in in exactly the way it should. And the more you practice tuning in, the clearer it will become. So I hope this was helpful for you realizing the many ways in which your intuition can speak to you. There is no psychic sense that is better or worse than the other. And these are all gifts that you can develop. Everybody everybody has access to intuition. It comes through in different ways for different people. But I wanted to share some of this just to kind of expand the way you might have been thinking about some of these things. And so you can learn to appreciate and develop if you so wish your intuitive abilities. I would love for you to comment on my latest Instagram post and let me know what your strongest sense is, how you get most of your messages. I would love to hear if it's a combo or if there is one sense that is really dominant for you. Please share it on my Instagram, Christina Rice Wellness. If you love exploring all things, intuition and psychic abilities and manifestation, then make sure you join up level before doors close on August 17th. It is my monthly membership. We have the most amazing community of women. You can find that at christinaricewellness.com slash membership. And you can always connect with other listeners on our free Facebook page, Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe. That's going to be it for today's show. Thanks again for tuning in and I will chat with you again next episode. 